Hey everyone, my name's Nicole. I'm Brenna. I'm Reed. And this is FitClick. This is a podcast where we talk about fanfiction. Usually every week we discuss three fics that we've all brought. Uh, Sometimes we discuss one fic on special episodes like our fandom classics or in this past year, our birthday episodes. Um, This episode, we're doing neither of those things because (laughs) it's our year in review episode. So we will be discussing more broadly uh, our past years of this pod and fandom and fan fiction and awards and superlatives and favorite things and also dreams that we have. <laughs> <laughs> dreams for the podcast, not just like yeah. random dreams we've been having. Well, we could discuss those too. We have <laughs> we a lot, I feel like. Yes. <laughs> we do. So a somewhat new staple in our uh, Discord is that uh, we have a little thread that is um, you quiz of the day uh, because we love taking a you quiz. Um, and I feel like it's like in FitClick tradition to have just sort of some whack you quizzes. We've done them for our birthday episodes. We've just had some random ones in the past. Um, so we have made a new you quiz for you all. Uh, very exciting. That is which FitClick episode are you? Um, a lot of work and care and laughter went into making this quiz. Um, and so, yeah, we thought it'd be fun to kick off this little mini-sode by taking our newly minted quiz on air. Because um, that always goes well. There's some questions that have pictures, and describing them will be very fun. You made alt text that was a perfect descriptor of every image, so I feel like mm-hmm. we'll do great. <laughs> I think so, too. So Reed was really the mastermind behind this quiz, but it is called Which Fic Click Episode Are You? The quiz introduction is whatever our souls are made of, yours and this Fic Click episodes are the same. Emily Bronte, Nick Fic Click. (laughs) Uh, So with that, (laughs) let's get started. Yeah. Shall I read the first question? Please do. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Question one. Starting off with a softball. Choose a fic we've discussed on the pod. If you haven't listened to these episodes or aren't familiar with these fics, just pick whichever one you'd most likely read. The first option is Timeshare by Astolat from episode 11. The second is A Hat Fashioned from Tinfoil by Disco Wing from episode 15. The third, which I selected, is In the Room Where You Sleep by Blur Hawaii from episode 26. The fourth option is The Student Prince by Fei J from episode 34, and the last option is Angles of Unfair Advantage by Miss Andrew Witch from episode 43. Okay, well, Nick gave us their pick, so Brenna, what is yours? Oh, uh, sorry, I didn't really realize that's what you were saying with, with that. <laughs> I thought you were just saying that that was a fic that you had brought to the oh, pod originally. Okay, well, that is true, and that is the right. only of the five that I brought because I've been unfairly underrepresented in this entire quiz. Okay, um, but well. it's also my selection for this question. Okay. I mean, I feel like we're supposed to really be on brand here, right? So I'm going to pick Timeshare by Astolat. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm going to go with Angles of Unfair Advantage by Misandry Witch. Mm-hmm. Excellent choice. Bren, you want to do this one? Sure. So question two is pick an unreleased blooper based on title alone. Um, I'm going to pick monster fucking aside i remember the context and i liked it okay i think that's good um i'm gonna pick 
manipulate mansplain male wife malaise. Um, I think in the spirit of things, because we are recording this uh, in mid-December, I'm going to go with We Wish You a Boba Jungkook. Nice. Yeah. Good choice. Iconic. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. So I've gotten us to one of the image questions. Uh, this question is, pick a pinned message in our Discord server. Uh, icons and names have been redacted for privacy. Uh, oh boy. I'm, I'm gonna go with the last one, just because it's powerful energy. And if you're in the server, you know which one this one is. Um, and the messages go, every message in this channel is like getting hit with a comically large clown mallet. Um... I never know what to expect when I backread this channel, and it always defies my expectations. And, oh god, here we go, careening towards another corner of hell. Hmm, I like the financial document swamp one. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember what that name, the redacted name, was supposed to be, so I'm just going for it. I mean, then I've got a pick. That's us in a nutshell. That's us yeah, in the clown car, the losing classic. our religion. I don't know that... Well, I laugh at a lot of things, actually, so that I was going to say a false statement, but <laughs> that brought me to the point of tears when I first read it. Read it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're the one who said that's us in the clown car, but I could be wrong. It very well could be. <laughs> I mean, I was actively in that discussion when it happened. I know that. Yeah. Um, but. Very good. Okay, question four. Moving forward. What's your favorite recurring fit click bit? All extremely good. We are the ones that make the bits recurring, so you would think <laughs> we like them. Um, I have to pick one host gets dunked on. It's usually Reed, and it always brings me joy. Oh, I'm so, so happy to provide you entertainment. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to go with insert mention of gourds or lack thereof. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for our increasingly whack transitions and outros. I really like what we've been doing with our outros <laughs> as of late. So, <laughs> If you are one of those people who maybe gets the end of discussion and skips the outro... You've been missing, missing out. <laughs> you got to go all the way to the end. There. <laughs> it literally has turned into like frantic improv. <laughs> the absolute panic of us going, uh, 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 and then just saying nonsense. I mean, a lot of this podcast is us saying nonsense, but the, yeah, the frantic energy just is a lot. Nonsense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So next up, we've got choose a title from an episode that isn't one of the possible answers. Uh, I think personally, I'm going to be picking Permission to Clown Granted because it's one of my all-time faves. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Nick, you go. Okay, I'm picking Calm Down, Jim. It makes me laugh every single time. I don't know what's <laughs> so funny about it, but I just am <laughs> obsessed. I will go for Let's Get You Some Found Family, son. Question six is, what's a fandom or ship that we haven't discussed on the pod yet but should? Um, Baby Yoda Jen, I think, is what I'm going for. That tracks. Yep. I'm picking Homestuck. Good. I think we have to. I literally, like, I know none of us know anything about it, but I think we have to. <laughs> I feel like in some ways I should pick Naruto because we talked so much about doing a Naruto fic on this pod. Yeah. But instead I am going to pick the Taylor Swift Carly Kloss RPF option because that feels more on brand. <laughs> no, I like Absolutely. It. Yeah. The next question is pick a spoiler without context. I mean, the last one, like, text exchange, where Reed texted Brenna many unhinged feelings about Gideon the Ninth, and Brenna replied that her screen was being shared at work. <laughs> the fact that when you had initially discussed it in our Discord server, and I didn't have this context, and I legitimately <laughs> worried that, like, one of you was mad at the other. <laughs> and the relief yeah, of knowing Reed it was just about Reed going rattle, rattle about Gideon the Ninth. <laughs> 
<laughs> read went into this into our server and was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. But I didn't see it for hours because again I was sharing yes. my screen at work for like training stuff. I was so worried. Because Reed's uh, only messages were like, I'm so sorry. I had no idea you were sharing your screen and then radio silence. And I was like, what happened? I do like the like the implication that if Brenna and I had like a serious issue, instead of me like reaching out to Brenna di- directly like via text, I would go into our shared Discord server so Nick could just be a passive bystander yeah. to our drama. I could be like a mediator. Oh boy, <laughs> <It> should be. <laughs> So is that the one you're picking, Nick? Yeah, that's my selection. Okay. Um, I will go... Oh, boy. I'm going to go for the what's the crack because editing it <laughs> nearly brought me to tears. It's good. I truly am obsessed with all of these. This is a really hard choice, yeah. but I am going to go for I Shouldn't Be Alive because <laughs> it makes you. me laugh so hard every time. <laughs> I feel like it's one of my best and it was also one of my easiest. It looks so good, though. Does, thank you. <laughs> All right, so for our next question, we have <clears throat> choose a line from a fic that has made one of us gourdless. Uh, my choice is going to be the worldwide lonesome quote because that fic makes me deeply unwell. What else am I going to do? Like, I have to pick the Wander the Wild Bear, but I have to pick that he tells her a creation do. story. Yeah, I don't have another brand. choice. Yep. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to choose the first one from Careful Fear and Dead Devotion, because not only do I think it's like a neat metaphor, but it's also extremely true of what I was like when I was in Joshua Tree, (laughs) being nervous to climb down from things. Uh, Now that we've just read some lines that make us gourdless, uh, the next question is pick a gourd to lose. You know, I feel like I feel like quite often in fix, I like I kind of I feel like I'm like a stick with what you know type of person. Um, and so I feel like the gourd that I would lose most often is just like a classic pumpkin. Like, I feel like okay. I have a lot of them lined up, but I lose them every single day. Yeah. I'm going to pick the glass one, I think. Just the image of like holding it in my hand and just chucking it against pavement is so satisfying. Yeah. Sorry to this gourd. I'm going to choose the huge white one in part because in the photo, there's also a woman sort of staring at it with a look of awe and admiration, um, which I really appreciate. And I feel like that's how people might look at me and be like, wow, that girl's really lost her gore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. And our last multiple choice question is pick another spoiler without context. Not to do like... Not to be full of ourselves for having very funny spoilers without context, but digging through our archives trying to pick images or like pick specific ones for this question had the three of us literally in hysterics last like night. Painful. Yeah. Yeah, I gave myself a stomach ache. I had forgotten so many of them and then I was just scrolling <laughs> along and they were absolutely still just as funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I kind of want to pick the conspiracy board. I will never forget the first time Reed walked us through, which was on air. <laughs> Um, all of this that came from How Tall is Twilight Jacob. Um, I absolutely have to pick Wherever You Go, There You Are, Sylvain. It is one of my favorites because it's not an Ernest Hemingway quote. Uh, nope. Oh, it's just really good. Uh, that one's really incredible. I don't know. These are four good options. I think I'm going to pick Legolas on the hospital bed. He looks so <laughs> upset to be there. <laughs> 
Owen is very good. It's just the editing too of it, where like he's so big. (laughs) (laughs) It was my first. first, It was, I think, my first edited spoiler without context. Um, and I didn't put a lot of effort into it. If I had done this nowadays, he would have been like correctly proportioned, like laying down in bed. Instead, it's like he's just just cut off at his shoulders. (laughs) It does not make any sense. Legolas, what do your elf eyes see? Nothing good. Go listen to a very old episode for that one. Oh, my, yeah. My, my countdown, my countdown. Um, okay, this last question, which is time for 30 seconds. If you had your own corner in the style of the Fit Click hosts, for example, Brenna's Dreary Corner, Reed's Video Game Corner, or Nicole's Hamlet Corner, what would it be? Um, I, I wrote Brenna's Clown Corner. Ham Lord. <laughs> okay, well... A little upsettingly, the first thing that came to mind was Reed's sadness corner, but I decided to change it by going, Reed's good vibe corner, smiley face. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. So we've got, what what was yours? Nicole? I just said, hey, I'm Lord, with like (laughs) six D's. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I was panicking. I was running out of time. (laughs) Incredible. Well, oh my god. I'm going to rate this quiz five stars. Um, should we say what our responses were? Oh, absolutely. Uh-oh. Hold on. Did we all get different ones? I hope so. I, I guess we're about that, to find out. I don't know out. that we did. It says it's a 50-50 split. I got I'm out of my gourd. And so my response is, your gourd is in space, and frankly, you like it that way. We all have our awkward phases, but you've grown out of yours. Mature and legendary, your ego is fueled by well-deserved confidence. You've mostly come to terms with the fact that there's never enough time to say everything that needs to be said, but it doesn't stop you from trying. So true. Super accurate. I love this quiz. I got a fandom classic. When people say variety is the spice of life, you're the first to roll your eyes. If you know what you're about, why change? You're that mono-fandom type. You have OTPs. People admire your steadfast loyalty and dedication, and frankly, those are great things to be known for. Well, I do read broadly, but I also have fandoms I always go back to, as evidenced by Brenna's Jerry Corner, so I feel like this is fitting. I did get a different one. I got Hear Us Hurgling, um, and so my description is, some people say you're young, but you prefer ahead of your time. Perfection doesn't exist, but if it did, it might just be you. Between your potential and ability to be an icon, there's no stopping you once you're on a mission. You've only just found your footing, and the whole world is holding its breath waiting to see what you'll do next. That's very nice fit click quiz. I don't think any of that applies to me, but you know what? Yeah, I love the it end- does. But I, I'll Icon. tell you what, I do love Legend. the Heroes Hargling episode. So uh, there are two other results you can get, but we won't say what they are on air. You just no. have to take the quiz yourself and find out. I was out of my gourd in this quiz, and I was also out of my gourd this year reading some works of fan fiction. So why don't we reflect on our year in fandom? So I, you know how some people are like, I understood the assignment. Um, I thought that we were all doing this and then we we changed our mind, but I forgot. So I brought some picks <laughs> for the year that I talked about, that I want to talk about that I really liked. Um, and I'm just going to, okay, so I have seven of them. I'm going to be really quick. Okay. I'm going to be like fast and you can get a little sampling of what I read this year. A lot of it's K-pop, blah, 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 whatever. I, you know, I was in my little K-pop hole all year. Um, but there's some, there's some variety, I think. So I'll, I'll be quick. The first one is All Your Heroes Turn to Villains by Maria. It is Hoshi slash Minghao 17 fic. Um, I 
think I read this in 2021. It's one of my earliest 2021 bookmarks. If not, it was the end of 2020 and I bookmarked it later, but don't say anything if that's the case. I don't know how any of you would know, but if you know, don't tell anybody. Um, I'm obsessed with this fic. I think one of my favorite things about it is the fact that, as the title implies, all your heroes turn to villains. It very much is about uh, a hero corruption arc into villainy and selfishness in a way that is so compelling and so good. So if you're into that kind of a thing, I would recommend it. Number two is, anyway, here's Animate Wonderwall by Avery Tree and Stifled Laughter. <laughs> yes! Um, yes. Woo! <laughs> so this pick was... Sorry, yeah, not to play favorites, but I'm playing favorites. <laughs> <laughs> it's iconic. Um, if you've listened to our podcast before, I hope you have. If this would be a weird first episode <laughs> to listen to. Hey, um, sometimes we do an intro where we come up with a random fic just with the AO3 new post generator open. And we go through each category and we, you know, improv it out, have some fun. Um, Ficklet's Avery Tree and Stifled Laughter wrote one of these fics and managed to not only get in every single thing that we said that was ridiculous. It was like arson, the governess <laughs> in the Cordelia movie poster slash the wallpaper. Uh, Styles Delinsky is in there. It did all of that, got everything in there and played it straight and made like a very compelling narrative that I was really engaged in. So super impressed, super delighted. Loved that one. Uh, the next one is The Sky at 10.15 a.m. by Cygnus Sunsprite. That is a Stray Kids fic. Um, I heed the tags it's the hardest i've cried reading a fic maybe in the last two years uh extremely upsetting very good and that's why i made my list uh the next one is bad for you by retrograding uh it is also a stray kids fic for the same pairing as the last one oops um honestly most of the good fic in this fandom is for that one don't tell anyone i said that um it's really short it's like 3k i read it a bunch of times it is established relationship um and just, I don't know, really fun outsider POV kind of a situation. Uh, well, not really, but you are the outsider POV, seeing other people talk about this relationship. And I really liked it. Okay, next one is Catch a Glimpse of the Hollow World by the 24th Key Writes, aka the 24th Key, who is a very prolific and excellent podficker, and also, you know, because she is so incredibly multi-talented, wrote over 100k um, of this fic, which is also a Stray Kids fic, and it's excellent, it's a Persona 4 AU, you might have seen me talking about it uh, around town or in our Discord server. <laughs> um, super fun, super accessible, does a really great job with video game mechanics. I don't know the game at all, and I found it just like a romp and really enjoyed it oh, okay and the last one is the dead are dead anyways by moonlit child which is actually an original work um but it is on the archive so i'm counting it uh, not to get back into our stretching the limits of what fan fiction is um but it's really beautiful it's this really gorgeous queer meditation on death and grief um and like connection and family very short very very lovely i found myself thinking about it a lot since i read it so i wanted to shout that one out too <sighs> and those are some of my favorite fics that I read this year. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yay. I love that, Nick. I did not bring my favorite fics <laughs> of the year. <laughs> um, in my defense, I did not have my very best fic reading year this year. And uh, a lot of what I read that I really liked, I just turned right around and brought it for fic click. <laughs> So when I was going back through just now to see if there were other fics I could talk about, which there definitely are, but... A lot of the ones I had asterisked as favorites or, like, bookmarked over this past year, uh, I ended up bringing at some point to discuss. So <laughs> if you listen to this pod, you will have heard about a lot of my favorite fics of the year already. 
instead, I wanted to quickly talk about um, my stats for this year because I did do the arduous task once again of tracking my thick reading for the year. Uh, so why not talk about it a bit? <laughs> um, like I said, I definitely did not read as much this year as I did last year, about 1.5 million words less, in fact, um, coming to a total of about 6.2 million words read this year. Um, November and December are pretty dismal on here, to be honest. I just got really busy with a lot of life stuff and, like, I had a hard time, like, getting into fic, so I was mostly reading for fic click and not as much for, like, fun outside of that. Um, I definitely am hoping to, like, kind of get back into the swing of things a bit more. I, like, really miss getting into, like, good fic. Uh, I just haven't had, like, the time or energy uh, as of late to, like, hunt it out. Um, probably unsurprisingly, uh, my most read pairing of this year was Dreary. <laughs> this is not always the case. Last year it was... Unfortunately, uh, Destiel uh -huh. um, with, with, <laughs> with Long Wanji Wei Wuxian as a close runner up. Um, this year, I don't even know who else is close on here. Um, almost no one. Oh, I guess like Ryan and Shane from BuzzFeed Unsolved is my second closest. <laughs> so, as we all can see, I was looking for some nostalgic comfort fic, I think, this year. Um, I did also do a lot of rereading as I was kind of going back through and tracking things as of late. I realized a lot of what I read in the back half of this year were rereads of stuff that I already knew I loved. Um, so yeah, I think just like following trends I already knew about myself, when things get tough, I definitely look for things I find comforting. That tends to be pairings I already know I love and fix that maybe I already know I love as well. I didn't venture out a lot, but there are some like new entries on here as well. Uh, read a lot for the locked tomb early in the year, which was fun and I kind of forgot about until I was just looking at this right now. And then also my weird descent into Formula One <laughs> RPF basically only in the month of October. Uh, also an interesting thing of note. So yeah, um, I don't know. This is a fun little project. I definitely kind of cheat sometimes and don't put everything down or I'll kind of add up word count, but not track every fic sometimes. <laughs> um, especially when I'm doing like thick click research or just kind of skim reading a bunch of things. Um, but yeah, it's kind of nice to be able to look back on this. And since I didn't have a neat little list like Nick's to share of favorite fics, those are some of my reading reflections from 2021. Um, if this was an assignment, I think Nick did the whole assignment and did the extra credit. Brenna did maybe just enough to skate by, like probably not an A, but like maybe a hey. solid like B, B plus. Oh, I, wow. I, I get a zero. I did not do the assignment at all. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. um, quite honestly, Ficklet's like similar to Brenna, but I think to an even larger degree, uh, this was not a a particularly like prominent year of fic reading for me barring like fic click research um every fic that i like really loved i mean i'm sure there are other fics i read that i loved that i didn't bring but like the fics that i really really loved i brought to the pod um starting early in the year i just did not have the energy to start a tracker and i knew if i was not doing it in january february i was not going to pick it up later um so i gave up on the tracker early and I distinctly remember sometime around, like, June, like, preemptively panicking about this episode. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh my I was, like, not panicking, but I was like, I really need to start, like, reading more so that I will have, like, things to bring for the end of the year. Like, I will have a more comprehensive figure and review. And you know what? I don't. And I spent a while, like, kind of feeling bad about it. I was like, I literally run a fan fiction podcast. I co-host a fan fiction podcast. And I can't even read fan <laughs> fiction for fun. <laughs> um. Yeah. But I think, like, that one question that was, like, pick a pinned thing from our Discord server that's, like, whoosh, I absolve you of your marked for later guilt. 
Um, Ficklets, this is me absolving any of you of, like, any guilt you might have over how much or how little you are reading. Like, fan fiction is for fun. Um, I think, like, without the podcast, I obviously still would have read Fix this year. It's just, like, I didn't do as much looking for stuff outside of the podcast. Um, I'm definitely hoping to, like, get more into the swing of reading again, like, next year. I definitely want to do a tracker. Honestly, less about the word count and more, like, Somebody was asking for Ficrex in the server and being able to go through my 2020 tracker and immediately, like, search by ships and fandom and whatever, like, mm-hmm. is so convenient because my marked for later is a mess. Or not my marked for later. My history is a mess because, like, especially when you are doing Ficlick research, yeah, I open a bajillion tabs of stuff I, like, never... I don't go in there. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's not a place I go. Yeah. My, my history is, like, just impossible to navigate. Um... And so if nothing else, like, I like having a record of the fix I read. Like, it is nice to scroll back and be like, oh, my God, I completely forgot I read this and I loved this, like, earlier in the year. Um, but, yeah, I think just sort of, like, 2020 was like, oh, things are tough, so I'm going to dive into fan fiction and do nothing else but read copious amounts of fic and stay up until 4 a.m. multiple times, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and 2021 was a little bit more, like, my my self-care looks like just not making myself feel bad about the fact that I didn't always have the energy to read fic. Um, but yeah, that is, that is my fic year in review is that the things I really loved, I have talked about on this podcast and next year, hoping to find that balance a little bit more between reading for fic click and reading for fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. I will, I will say read, like, it's a good point about just having a record of what you've read too, in like a more concise way. Like, I don't bookmark a lot of things. I'm really picky with my bookmarks. It basically has to be what I consider like an absolute five-star read to like get a bookmark, which I know is not how everyone does it. It's not necessarily like the best way to be doing it. That's just kind of how I started. So that's how I've continued on. But there's so many other good things that I read in a year that I don't bookmark and then promptly like don't know how to find again. So it is really nice to have that list of things that I know were like solid reads or that I just might want to reference uh, in the future for some reason. On the topic, though, of um, (laughs) Brenna and I bringing fics that we really liked to the podcast, um, last year when we did our anniversary, the three of us each picked like what's our favorite fic of our own we brought and like a favorite fic from each of the hosts. Um, And we did not do that in this year's anniversary episode, so we thought we would do it here. Yeah, so we went through just this past year's worth of episodes um, and made a little list of our favorites. Brenna, do you want to kick us off with your choices? Sure. Um, So first up, my choice for myself (laughs) (laughs) um, was perhaps not to anyone's surprise, the fic I brought from my birthday episode, which is Dwelling by Adi Omai. It's a dreary fic that I could shriek about from the moon like it's just beyond I absolutely love this fic I thought we had a really great and fun discussion of it and I know a lot of like ficlets read it too and chimed in in the server about it so I just had a really good time with this fic overall and it's one that I keep wanting to go back and reread um my pick for my favorite of the fics that Nick brought um was from Nick's birthday episode (laughs) (laughs) um I actually thought we all had really strong birthday episodes this year. I loved all three of those fics a lot. Um, Next was The River in the Deep Green Bend by Liquid Measure. It's a Harry Nile One Direction fic that's also a Dark Tower AU. Uh, I partially picked this because I was such a clown and Nick had been telling me to read this for literally as long as we've been friends, basically. Uh And I was like, "Mm, 
like not that it looked bad I just kept not picking it up it kept being like at the bottom of my TBR kind of and so I finally was coerced into reading it I take matters (laughs) into my own hands at a certain point and it was absolutely incredible like I love this fic it blew me away um I think it's such an interesting example of, like, kind of building off of an established world but not being exactly in it. I did a lot of digging after we read it for the pod about, like, what in this fic comes from canon, and it really diverges from such a little part of the Dark Tower canon. Um, The characterization was great. It has really interesting sci-fi twists. Uh, Overall, I just thought it was an exemplary fan fiction and also kind of a crime at how low its kudos count is on AO3. Like, I know we usually don't care about those kind of things, um, and I never think that, like, the number of kudos or hits or bookmarks or whatever is, like, the mark of how worthy or good a fan fiction okay. is, but this one deserves more. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's criminal. so good. <laughs> like, it should be a fandom classic. Everyone go read it. Thank you for your time. Thank, um, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thanks for coming to our TED Talk from, like, months ago where we discussed this for an hour and a half go listen to that like literally <laughs> a year ago vindicated so my pick for a fic that reed brought was angles of unfair advantage by misandry witch uh this is a fic for the webcomic check please the pairing is kent parson shitty knight um yes his name is shitty if you aren't familiar <laughs> with check please and didn't listen to that episode where we already talked about this um This is another one that, like, just kind of took me by surprise, I think. Like, I'd read a lot of Check Please fic back when I was, like, actively reading the webcomic, but I hadn't touched it in a long time, and I went into this with expectations. I mean, I never think a fic that Reed brings or that Nick brings or that any of us bring is going to be, like, bad. (laughs) Like, that's not our goal here. We're trying to bring fics that we liked. I just didn't think that this would, like, connect with me all that much. Um, And instead, it's, like, everything I love in fanfiction. Like, it hits so many tropes that I adore. I thought the characterization was excellent. Um, It's canon divergent in a way that is just, like, my favorite thing in fanfiction. So this is another one that, like, I, in a different way, had kind of mixed expectations about and really surprised me, really stuck with me. I thought we had a great conversation about it. Uh, So that's why it was my pick for my fave. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Nick, do you want to tell us about yours? Oh, okay. I will. Um, Okay. So uh, I guess I'll talk about my own first since Brenna did that. My order is different, but I'll start with me. Um, okay, so I have my joke answer and I have my real answer. Uh, my joke answer for my favorite own pick is the Halloween horror special. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't like talked really about behind the scenes stuff on it. Um, so I don't know how much folks know about like how it was conceptualized and put together. Um, I would say all of us worked together very closely on the storyline. I did most of the writing on it. Um, so I consider it to be my fic and kind of my child. (laughs) And we did bring it to the podcast. We brought the script that I wrote. So I feel like that counts. Yeah, on a slightly more serious note about my favorite own pick, it was very hard to choose. Not to brag, but I brought banger after banger this year. Um, the one that I landed on was The Rat and the Ruby Slippers by Indigo Stohelet. That's a Welcome to Night Vale fic, Cecil slash Carlos. Uh, I realized as I was looking through the episodes we've done and the fix I brought that I brought a lot of fix where our POV character is under some kind of a mental state where they have amnesia and or are being convinced of some kind of an unreality. <laughs> like there's there's a multiple. <laughs> 
Um, so I feel like this represents the bunch. Um, I really love this fic. I think that we had a really cool conversation about it. Um, I also kind of unintentionally stayed up all night the night that I selected it. So it's very um, close to my heart. It was a last minute swap on my part. And I just vividly remember being like, oh my god, what am I doing? Like such a true fic-click experience of being like, maybe this fandom and like sorting by bookmarks and like running through <laughs> stuff and reading a bunch of fics. Like it feels very quintessential to one experience that we tend to have on this pod. Um, so I just really liked it. And I don't know, I like talking about it. I like the way that the fic plays out and it just feels very true to the stuff that I brought this year. For my fave read pick, I selected All the Days They Got Short by Remages, which is an Into the Spider-Verse outsider POV major character death fic. This was from our Tropes We Don't Normally Read episode. Yeah, it sounds like it could have been from our rec exchange if I was giving to you again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that episode is one of my favorites that we did this year because it was like, I brought a fic for a trope I don't normally like, but I liked the fic. And then my co-hosts brought tropes that I love. And so we were just having a blast, me specifically. <laughs> what a time to be alive. I love that fic. It's so short. It's so neat. It's so snappy and tight. It has really good prose. And it just does so much. It's so economical. Uh, and I just really, really felt like it exemplified one of the things that I think, not to brag, we do really well on this podcast, which is show up with really random fics that you might not expect to see that I probably wouldn't have found and read otherwise, right? That I absolutely loved and connected with. So that was the one that I wanted to shout out for Reed. And then my favorite Brenna pick is the classic Land's End by Janissa Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, I think we read it on fanfiction.net. It's a supernatural fic. Uh, Jen, just Dean doing his thing out there, and he is crab fishing baby. Um, <laughs> this this fic y'all there's something so like i don't know how to explain how much exceptional joy the premise of supernatural meets deadliest catch that make it fan fiction brings to me there's something incredible about the like rugged masculinity of the approach those two source materials have towards their audiences and then we're like we're literally here on ff.net thinking about like dean's parental trauma <laughs> <laughs> it's such an incredible juxtaposition it was so fun to read and unexpected it was fun to talk about i feel like in the server people had things to say about it too they were really interested in it uh we had some great memes around <laughs> around that that was the intro that we did where we talked about what our fix had in common with each mm -hmm. other and what they didn't um and that was extremely joyful as well so i just have good memories of that episode and talking about that fic so it, it was tough i had a lot of backups for all of them and i wish i could have talked about like all of the fix that we discussed <laughs> but we already did that that's our show so that's just a little snippet of my my highlights from the year yeah it's so tough because scrolling back through the list of fix that we brought like, I was like, oh, yeah, like, that's a banger. That's a banger. Um, for me, my standout for my own pick, easily my favorite fic that I read this whole year is Wander the Wild Whereby by Mediest, um, which is the space AU for Felix Sylvain from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, I feel like I had such a singular experience reading this fic. Like, um, it was so... 
different from most things that I read. It It is the episode titled um, I'm Out of My Gourd and is, I think, the beginning of the gourd lore on FitClick, uh, which feels correct. It's such an incredibly detailed world that pulls from the canon, but also like really built its own thing up. It is tense. The relationship between Felix and Sylvain makes me just... Yeah, I'm launching myself into space with all of my gourds. They're shattering around me. It's very cinematic. And I am screaming my praises of Wander the Wild Whereby throughout the whole thing. Um, It doesn't have a lot of tags. And I had skipped over the archive warning. And it is the type of thing where I think if it was more thoroughly tagged for what was in it, I might not have read it. And I am so, so, so glad that I did. Um, I ended up reading it, I think, three times this year, like once the first time, once again before the episode, and then once after we recorded just because I felt that passionate about it. Um, I could talk for hours about this fic. So that was my favorite fic of my own that I brought. Um, My favorite fic that Brenna brought, or one of, I should say, um, is Careful Fear and Dead Devotion by Harley the Wiser, which is a Formula One Daniel Max fic that we talked about pretty recently. Um, I feel like if a fic gets me to the point where I am like quite literally shaking my laptop screen, like yelling at you because of things that it said, like that's that's probably a good indication that I enjoyed the fic. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good sign. Um, Brenna, you going on your little October Formula One spiral worked out well for me because I am into Formula One. Um and had brought a Formula One fic to the pod, but honestly have not done a ton of reading in that tag. Um, and this fic just, oh my god, it just hit so many good things. The relationship between Daniel and Max makes me feral. Um, we talked about this in the episode, but the fact that they like go to Joshua Tree and a lot of their experiences mirror things that the three of us have done together was like very nice. I I think it is so rewarding when you can tell that an author really knows the place that they're writing about and also when you personally have experience with that place and you can sort of project your own experiences into it. Um, Yeah, wow. Just what a phenomenal fic. Thinking about it makes me once again want to rattle my computer screen. And my favorite for one of Nick's picks um, is Now You Have to Let Me Go Four Dreams in a Row by AO3 user NotSpring for 17, um, which is a Veronica Mars AU Uh, talk about a singular reading experience. I think I said about 70 times during that episode that I felt abysmal and wretched reading this fic, but, like, abysmal positive, like, wretched positive. Um, Yeah, wow. Also kind of, like, a heavy fic. I mean, definitely a heavy fic in a lot of ways. Um, Just... Uh, like I think about it and I'm like recoiling once again phenomenally written so 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 compelling like the plot is so intricate and as someone who doesn't know Veronica Mars it was like all new to me um minus the fact that Nick had told us about it in detail so like I guess it was new the time that Nick had told us and not necessarily in (laughs) reading it (laughs) um wow I I think like a fic that makes me like that that feeling of like covering your eyes during a horror movie where like you don't really want to know what's coming next because you know it's going to be bad, but you're peeking through your fingers anyway because you can't help but watch. Like, I think it is such a testament to the author to make me go through such wild emotions and still come out, like, loving this fic. Um, so, yeah, that is that is my choice for Nick. So good. She wrote a coda recently Ooh. about Joshua and the future in America. <gasps> okay, I have to go read it. Like, it's right. not on AO3, send that to but us. it does exist. I can send it <laughs> yeah, to you. Yeah, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I just want to tag on to that, too, and say, like, that fic blew my mind. I felt gross reading it. Yeah. It was, it was, it made me feel sick to my stomach, and I absolutely loved 
reading it. Like, it was so good and so different. Yes, we already knew kind of what happened from Nick, but, like, that really didn't affect my reading experience. It's also one of only, like, 317 fics I've read, so... (laughs) I have a really interesting view of fan fiction for 17. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think going back to my horror movie metaphor, I'm not someone who watches horror movies because I'm a little baby and I get scared easily. But I imagine this is what draws people to it. Like, there is something about feeling sick to your stomach and still, like, thoroughly enjoying what you are consuming. Um, I have to imagine that's the appeal. Okay, um, hey, Editing Read, mm-hmm. can you, you're not, well, you're recording, Read. I'm talking to Editing Read. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let me just, like, astral project from the future. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, hi. <laughs> okay, hey, Editing Read. Hey. Can you do, like, intro, like, awards show music? Like, dun 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 Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, Do you want, you. like, any sort of, like, announcery voice thing? Do you want me to run some voice effects yeah. on you introducing this and see what I can do? That'd and now. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Presenting. <laughs> are you, are you a <laughs> host? No, I'm announcing for you. Oh, okay, yeah, thank you. Go ahead. (laughs) And now, presenting... The Hosts with the Most Awards. Give it up for Nick! Reed, can you add some applause too? Yeah, I mean, I just, I just clapped, but I will add some more applause. Thank you. Yeah, just one person clapping, I think, is actually worse than nobody clapping. <laughs> Feels right, though, for whatever the hell this segment's about to be. There's only okay. three of us here, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, all the thicklets that are listening at the same time, in thousands. Yes. Millions. <laughs> yeah. Millions. millions. <laughs> yeah, our first ever episode to have millions of downloads. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have uh, seven categories, and each of them have a winner. So maybe you can guess who got which award as I announce them. Yeah, Ficklets, just to clarify, Nick did write and assign all of these awards without consulting us. I have not a single clue what is about to come out of their mouth. <laughs> it's like mostly normal stuff. Okay. Then we'll see. Okay, so first up, um, I know we don't have any... Wi- well, there is kind of a way if we look at publishing, but there's no way to completely verify this. I just went with like guessing. Mm-hmm. So who do you think, out of the three hosts, would win the Most Words Written in 2021 award? (laughs) Oh, boy, I wonder. Huh. (laughs) I definitely think it's me who's posted zero (laughs) things. Ooh, okay. A little awkward. Mm, um, You know, this is really tough, but I I do think uh, Nick's nano alone would be my Mm -hmm. past seven years of writing, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I think I do think it's me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I actually tallied, I published just over 150,000 words in 2021. Hey, and so. unpublished, I have about 75,000 words <laughs> in Wix. Oh my God. <laughs> As of December 10th. Hey. Jesus. <laughs> so I think I do. I think I do win that category. So that's one for me. So far, I'm winning. Um, all right. <laughs> Um, next up, we have a kind of dual award. It's the winner for uh, most business-minded and most ambitious in marketing. 
It's the same person. Oh, mm. well, see, part of me wants to be like, you love to call yourself our social media manager. Yeah. <laughs> and you do tweet the most. Um, That's true. So I, I am wondering if you've given it to yourself or it's Brenna. It's not me. It's it, I. It's definitely not. It's Reed. not me. I think it probably will be me, but I do also think in some ways Nick is the most ambitious in terms of tweeting and stuff like that. Um, but I think with like the logo redesign and those projects, yeah, I don't want to sound like I feel sure of this because I don't, but I do think it's gonna be. I think me. it's a good bet. <laughs> totally right. It's Brenna. Hey, Congratulations. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, uh, so next up uh, is going to be, I think, a pretty fun one. It's Biggest Ego. <laughs> Who do you think it is? I feel like guessing about this is me. <laughs> like, like process of elimination, if you're going, um, trying to keep the stats even, would mm-hmm. be me. But then I'm, like, just so curious to hear the rationale. <laughs> yeah, that was also my thought process. And my other thought process was... I don't know that this is in actuality who has the biggest ego, but like maybe on the internet, who I think of the three of us has the biggest <laughs> ego is Nick. <laughs> this is not to say in, in person, but your yeah. online persona. Nick does talk yeah. about like Twitter fame, et cetera. I yeah, and, has, and has tweeted yeah. Yeah, about being famous. Yeah, so it's mm. true. It's kind of a burden, actually. So um, I did give myself the biggest ego award. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you. That is fitting. <laughs> Yeah, if I had given it to read, it would have been on J Hope. Um, I was thinking, terms, you know, but... like that's my ego. That's my ego. Yeah, John no, Hosak quote me. <laughs> I was the winner. Um, okay, great. So the next one is most instances of the word gourd in notes for fic like readings. <laughs> <laughs> that one might be kind of an obvious one. Um. Wow, me for my gourd metaphors. Also, me because I'm the only one who takes notes for every <laughs> single fic for every yes, episode. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of a dual award. Congratulations, Reed. Thanks. You did win that one. Okay, next up. um, This one I might have to explain because I worded it kind of in a freak way and then (laughs) couldn't be bothered to fix it. Um, So it says, best secondhand media consumption vessel. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? I have two guesses based on what you mean by this. (laughs) Okay, what are your guesses? If you mean that, like, Who's the best at just consuming media only secondhand and going from there? Then I would guess you. If it's like, who is the best at forcing people to listen to her explain media and then they receive it secondhand, Uh uh it would be me. Uh Yeah, it is you. I probably should have used the word maybe conduit Mm. instead of vessel. Yeah, because vessel implies that (laughs) the information is going into Brenna, but in fact, it is going out from Brenna. I'm releasing it into the world. (laughs) Yeah, so that's another Brenna win. Just thinking about- Yeah, clips who are in the- uh, TV and movies channel. <laughs> I'm just thinking about um, me sitting in my room playing Animal Crossing and Brenna knocking on my door and then coming and going, okay, I have to update you on my K-drama. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Reed, I have more updates for you. <laughs> yes, okay, when we're done with this, I need to hear. Good. Yeah. yeah, there's only two more. So the next one is most times editing the untamed character Lan Wang Di <laughs> into a spoiler without context. <laughs> Definitely read. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one does go to read. So congratulations. Ficklets, if you're keeping up at home, we each have won two awards. Uh, and the last one is just most unhinged. 
Oh, a three-way tie. <laughs> yes, it is a three-way tie. <laughs> All three of us are extremely unhinged on and off this podcast. So thank you, everyone, for coming to the annual fit click hosts with the most awards i hope you enjoyed uh we're all going home winners today and losers so equality is the way to go for award ceremonies thank you see you next year speaking of awards um we do have a few more to give out they're slightly different um these are our episode superlatives that we're gonna get into we picked some superlatives and then have assigned episodes to them individually and now we'll get to find out what we picked. I feel like by saying we picked some superlatives, it was Nick Googling like high school superlatives, like yearbook <laughs> <Yes>. superlatives. <laughs> we <laughs> tried to find ones that made any sense. We're like, biggest flirt? Is that anything? <laughs> no. Okay, so we have five superlatives um, to share with you all. The first one, and, and these are for episodes in general. Uh, the first one is best to share a deserted island with. Um... This one might be kind of surprising, and quite honestly, I don't know that I have a good rationale for it. It's kind of just the vibe. Um, but I did pick episode 31, A Case of the Thinnies. Like, something about, like, the universe of the river and the deep green bend, um, and just, like, our energy of that episode. I don't know. Like, at first I was like, you know, for a deserted island, wouldn't you want a discussion or, like, an episode where we have three different fics so you have some variety? But, like... I just think the vibes of that fic and that discussion match really well with being on a deserted island. So that's that's my choice. Um, okay, so I went a little unorthodox with this one. Oh, boy. <laughs> Bear with me, hosts. I was thinking and I was like, I've already listened to all of our episodes, not only recording them, but I beta listened to all of them. Like, do I need our own dulcet tones, including my own, if I'm already by myself on a deserted island? Not necessarily. So I chose... If you have to make the rituals yourself, Found Family is Fine by Ficklet's Author Abs, Carbon Copies, <laughs> Fuzzy Eldritch Horror, Menopods, and Stifled Laughter. Yes! 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 This is the Ficklet-created episode uh, that they created for our second anniversary. It was posted in October. It's an appreciation gift. If you want to listen to it yourself, I highly recommend it. It's on AO3, so if you go to the Ficklet AO3 under Gifts, it's there, and you can listen to it and tell our ficlets what an amazing job they did because listening to it was so joyful and i think that this would definitely keep me good company if i was on a deserted island 100 percent love that choice i think that was an incredible choice and perhaps Thank the correct choice <laughs> um surprisingly i think i chose the same episode that reed had <laughs> oh my god oh um I wanted to spend more time with this fic, and what better place to do that than when I'm all alone <laughs> on a deserted island? That's true. Got plenty of time. <laughs> right, nothing um, but time. Yeah, I just wanted to revisit it. I feel like I, it's been a while since we discussed it, and I'd be interested to go back to that discussion. I also remember like wanting to dig even deeper in on my own, so maybe that's the time where I can start to pen my dissertation on this fic. Um, so that was sort of my thought process behind it. <laughs> Excellent. Good. Good choices, everyone. Um, it makes me feel very good, and it grows yeah. my ego that you brought my birthday episode. That's true. Yeah. So even bigger ego is going to be my award <laughs> next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so our next one is Class Clown. Um, I will be surprised if one of you, if not both of you, chose the same one that I did. Um, but I chose episode 35, A Time-Traveling Magic Wizard Guy, which was our April Fool's episode where we brought Super Hulak fix. <laughs> 
Not because I think the content of the episode is funny, like it is, but because I cannot think about the fact that we did that without laughing. <laughs> I'm just kind of obsessed with that decision. Like, yeah, we're doing super hulak, we're playing it straight, and we just went for it. Good for us. That's my choice. Uh, my choice was episode 44, The Ficklets Have Unionized. <laughs> um, <laughs> this was our anniversary episode from this year, and... I chose it not only because I think it's a funny episode, which I think most of our episodes are funny. Like, I, I think we're funny, not to toot my own clown <laughs> horn or whatever, but... <laughs> toot my own clown horn. <laughs> my clown nose. Toot toot. Um... <laughs> That's a spoiler without context. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but I also chose this because I felt like I was a clown um, in this for a few reasons. <laughs> Uh, one, because I had to bring a uh, Les Mis fic and knew absolutely nothing. My pronunciation was clownish. My knowledge was clownish. All around clown behaviors from Brenna over mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. And then also because I feel like we were such clowns about doing an anniversary episode. And then our ficlets completely mm -hmm. outshone us. Yes, yep. absolutely. Um, and did so much more than we would have even ever thought possible. So, yeah, um, yeah it's. It's not so much that this is, like, the funniest episode of them all, but more that I thought there's a lot of clownery revolving around this episode. Mm -hmm. Nick, I actually did originally have the Super Hulak episode for Class Clown for similar reasons to you. Um, uh -huh. Then I changed my mind, um, and I went for episode 29. I don't mean to invalidate your feelings. I just know that you're lying, which is the first episode of 2021. Um, it was our Yuletide episode from the beginning of the year where we talked about chess, uh, Spirited Away, and an Ikea commercial. Um, one, just the concept of all of our fic. I mean, okay, Brenna's fic, actually, fine. Very, very it lovely. Really it was thanks. The concept of Nick and I's fix, <laughs> whack. So Unbelievably I'm still whack. so mad that I was like, I've brought the wackest fake. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank you, Ken. Um, but also because if I'm thinking about laughs, uh, once again, something that sent us into hysterics yesterday as we were going down memory lane is our discussion. And I, can't, I literally can't even say this without laughing, but um, <laughs> the chess fool is ready to see you in the back, Grandmaster, uh, which yeah, almost was a title but wasn't, where we have a whole, a whole discussion. Um, I was like in tears when recording it, in tears, thinking about it in hindsight. Just very fucking funny. Um, so that one solidly gets class clown for me. Uh, so our next superlative is best car. <laughs> um, yes, we do realize this is a podcast about fan fiction. Uh, we also did make a rule that the episodes we pick cannot be episodes where we discussed a fic about Formula One, um, which explicitly have cars. Uh, my... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, of course Formula One has cars. <laughs> I okay. love the concept of a Formula One without cars. They're, they're just running. <laughs> That's just track and field. Yeah, but they have to wear the, the car racing outfit oh, no. and carry a little cardboard car along with them. <laughs> the future of Formula uh, One. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. So my pick for this was... Uh, based on a different mode of transportation that I thought was fun. Um, I chose, can I flex on Dean Winchester really quick? I want to make this clear. This is not actually a choice because of the Impala, which is a cool car. It's a choice because of the crab fishing boat, <laughs> which I think is the best car we've discussed. <laughs> so that's my choice. Um, I also decided to go for not a car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. 
I went for um, episode 34, Fandom Classic Student Prince, because I argue that mm. any uh, a plane that has mind-melded with a dragon is far superior to any car that could exist. Um, and there are also cars in the fic, but I did it for the oh, dragon okay. plane. Yeah, fair enough. Dragon plane's a good car. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, so you might not like this. Oh, boy. Um, I did choose episode i believe 45 take us to carville but not nick. for not for the formula nick. one no but it's the formula you broke all the rules this is invalid but it's a different vehicle it doesn't no, matter it doesn't matter <laughs> like i want to hear what your rationale is anyway but just know that like this is an invalid response okay i brought a backup yeah. because i knew you were gonna do this to me <laughs> um, I the rules. <laughs> do this to you it's called cheating <sighs> Let's try to think outside the box one time on your podcast. Um, we both thought outside the box with non-car vehicles and also still managed backup to follow isn't a the, car only either, rule. the only rule. Okay, okay tell us about your non-car vehicles. Boring. Okay, so my my first choice for Take Us to Carville was for the fic, I could not travel both and be one traveler, which has a little dune buggy safari car. And they drive around in it and Felix has a headache and he goes, oh, my head hurts. And that's the fic. So that was that's one option. But I also... As a backup, pulled episode 33. This is giving me an existential crisis, specifically for the fic Train That Will Take You by Bold Seer, Mm -hmm. which is a fic for the fandom Ticket to Ride board game. So that's another vehicle that does have wheels, so I counted it for my car. I hate to say it, like, not uh, along with your cheating. um, Oh boy. I do actually also think that. The train from Ticket to Ride is a better car than the dude and buggy, which is more of a car. Yeah, you know. I feel like in this best car for me <laughs> is the best thing that is not a car. <laughs> Who died and made you God, Brenna? Oh my God. God. <laughs> <sighs> he, he passed away and said, mm, <laughs> for my successor, <laughs> Brenna Fictwick. <laughs> I have fears. Like, are we going to make it to the end of this mini-sode? Like, with our friendship know, right? and this business relationship <laughs> still intact? I'm not sure it's going to be a mini-sode by the end of God, it. God, yeah. Yeah, it's um, true. Okay, the next category is most likely to succeed, which we were allowed to interpret however we wanted to. Um, and I chose episode 31, A Case of the Thinnies. Oh. And there is a specific reason for this, which is that um, I took it as most likely for myself host nicole to succeed <laughs> not only am i getting amazing publicity it's my birthday episode i brought this fake brenna's acknowledging that she was wrong and that i was right <laughs> like it's excellent also i vividly remember aggressively campaigning for the title to be a case of the thinnies throughout the episode <laughs> and true. even before we started recording and i got it so that was success and i feel like past success begets future success so success on multiple dimensions okay um I interpreted most likely to succeed as me scrolling through our Podbean stats. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So as of whenever I looked at this last night, (laughs) um, and I think I got this right. Honestly, I was not really all fully with it while doing this. (laughs) I was so tired. It was like three minutes before I went to bed. Um, (laughs) I had to like remember how to even get into Podbean. I don't look at it. Anyway. Brenna the exhausted statistician. Yeah. My choice is actually this uh, one that I have already used here because I base this on statistics. Um, Can I... Can I just flex on Dean Winchester really quick? Uh, did get us the most lessons mm, nice. of the past year. So I chose that as um, most likely to succeed. Uh, I think 
in part, it may have been because of our use of the words Dean Winchester in the mm-hmm. title. Like all um, the Dean girls. <laughs> got all the Dean girls out here on Fit Click. So um, I don't know. Who can really say? But that one had the most listens, so that's what I chose. <laughs> I had yet a different interpretation of most likely to succeed, um, but ended up tangential. Not the same episode as Brennan, but similar. So my thought was like, what is the episode that's going to go unexpectedly viral, like take uh, us into international mm. fame, etc.? Oh, wow. And the answer is episode 35, A Time Traveling Magic Wizard Guy, which is the Super Hulak episode. And like, here's the thing that seems like an unlikely choice, but much in the way of November 2020. Like, what else mm. is going to be that like unexpected viral hit if not Super Hulak? Like, uh-huh. that is going uh-huh. to be the episode that is just going to make this podcast succeed the most. Um, that's my prediction, so. <laughs> Thanks, Reed. I kind of hope not. <laughs> I kind of hope it's a different like, one. Like, we have better episodes, but that's not, that was not what I was going off of. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, And the last superlative that we have is best all around. I don't know if this is cheating, but I did pick the horror special. Um, I think because, like, we had this idea back in May june we had a lot of ideas for it uh it it took many forms over the many months that it uh came together but like the first time we ever discussed a horror special we were sitting in the same room in my apartment in los angeles that doesn't mean that much to the fiddlers but it means something to me technically yes many years ago in a different form but our first time ever thinking what if we did an audio drama yes um i'm super proud of how the horror special turned out um I'm proud that we kept it fairly under wraps uh, and its execution. Um, Also, like, if I'm just being, like, selfish about it, by far the longest amount of editing for any episode, like, all of the sound effects, like, that was all completely new to me. And, like, I think it turned out pretty well. I'm very proud of all three of us. Um, And if if I was going for a backup for Class Clown, this is not helpful for the ficlets, but the amount of bloopers where the three of us, like, talk about my stomach hurting, I'm in tears, just silently shaking with laughter. Some of our outtakes were (laughs) whack. Uh, But yeah, I think, I mean, I think we've had a lot of bangers of episodes, but I feel very proud of our horror special. So that's my best all around. My choice for best all around episode, and it was a tough one because I think a lot of our episodes were all around great this year. My choice for best all around was episode 37, I'm Out of My Gourd. Um, I thought, in the sense of all around, I thought all three of our picks were really strong that episode. I really enjoyed all of them. I thought we had great discussions. Um, Also, yeah, introduction of some great fit click staple lore, gourds. Um, The gourds have taken us far this year, so I wanted to give them a shout out. Um, Yeah, and I just think, like, if you're looking for a very, like, solid episode of Fit Click to listen to, I think that's a really good one. Um, So, yeah, it just stood out to me as one where I felt like each individual Fic and Fic discussion really stood on its own and were great picks by all three of us. So that was my choice for All Around Ep. Yeah, this is the one I had to think about the least. I think Brenna's bang on episode 37 was our best episode this yeah. year. It's really good. Like, I don't have much else to say about it. I just wrote episode 37, obviously, and moved on with my life. I don't have any other notes. You've heard of Gourds in Space. Now let's talk about our pie in the sky goals for next year. What do we want to do? We're thinking big. We're thinking fresh. We're thinking hot? Maybe. What are our goals? Brenna, tell us. <laughs>
Okay, Nick, I will. <laughs> I mean, I think we all have some goals that we want to discuss here. Uh, these are our just dream goals. They're not necessarily things that we are writing down as things we think we can accomplish in 2022, but who knows? Never Maybe. say never. And if any of you have connections that can make us uh, achieve these things, <laughs> let us know. Uh, you can always email us at fixlickpod <laughs> at gmail.com. Yes. And you <laughs> or should. contact us on Twitter via our DMs or in our Discord server. Um, those are the best ways to reach us. You can also skywrite over <laughs> one of our houses. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I think just start us off. I don't have an exact number here. Um, my host did just say thousands and millions um but i think just growing the pod is my biggest goal for this next year i feel like uh we keep having ideas and then none of us really have the time or energy to execute them either at all or to the level that we want to and i really want to try and put some time aside to like make things happen on the social media and marketing front sort of i'm very scared of tiktok um, I mean, I enjoy it over there. I'm scared of putting Thick Click on TikTok. If any of you have thoughts about it, I would be happy to discuss. Um, Can you shield us with your bodies <laughs> <laughs> from the people who would not enjoy seeing Thick Click on their For You page? Or just like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, we've created such a community of people who think about Thick and approach Thick in similar or at least adjacent ways to the way we do and can all kind of respect each other in that. I'm wary of who else we might get via algorithm <laughs> anyway this is all to say i would really love to see our like twitter following grow and our downloads grow i think that would help us achieve a lot of our other goals so i feel like that's kind of like my base goal for the year that i really do want to put work into so it's not that pie in the sky pie in the sky is like ten thousand twitter followers jesus Ooh, i like that and then we can launch a patreon yeah, that's another pie in the and sky. And a Kickstarter. Oh boy. Yeah, oh. those are all my pie in the no, sky. No, Kickstarter is using crypto now. We can't do oh, Kickstarter. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't support crypto. Um, me standing outside my house with a little bucket. Indie girls, <laughs> you better. all coming by? No, Brett is standing with a bucket. Is way better. <laughs> Busking perfect click. <laughs> I'm not busking. I'm just politely standing out there. And if you have a donation, you can make it. <sighs> yeah, I, I'm not trying to like, I don't know. I just, I just don't have anywhere else to accept donations <laughs> for our podcast. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I mean, I do think like a Ko-Fi or a Patreon would be, or like coffee, however you pronounce it, would be better. Well, not better. Perhaps, um... A more effective route than Brenna on, a, <laughs> on the street corner with a bucket. We need well, multiple streams yeah. of yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not ideal. It's not ideal. Um, it would be kind of hard to find me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna like post my location anywhere, right. so you just have to kind of send. It's me actually out. worse if a bunch of ficklets somehow find <laughs> you with your bucket. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be really alarmed, actually. <laughs> um. Anyway, this is all to say, yes, my my pie in the sky goal is to really grow our following this year um, and then to subsequently hopefully be able to do something like Patreon or some other kind of donation based uh, fundraising for the pod. I think my personal pie in the sky goals, I have a bunch um, and some of them are more easily achievable than others. One of them is like... I feel like we're sitting on the outside of fan the fandom podcasting world or the fanish mm -hmm. podcasting world and being like, hey, but then no one's going hey back because we're not actually saying hey very loudly. <laughs> we're just like, whispering it. 
Um, and I would really love to connect with more people in that space and just like, I don't know, make friends, um, share space, talk through stuff. We, we've been doing this on our own for a really long time in terms of the actual producing a podcast thing. So I think that would be really cool to get to know some more people and just be connected in that way. There's people out there doing some really cool podcasting work and people are finding us through like Spotify recommendations because they're listening to like Fansplaining or I Met You on LJ or another fanish podcast like that. So I think it would be fun to be like, hello, we exist and we are cool and nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think in a similar vein, I would love for us to do either like a panel or something at a fanish convention. It's like such a dream of mine. I've been thinking about it for so long, either like one or all of us being on a panel talking about fanish podcasting in general and like being in this world or doing like a live mini-sode or something. Wouldn't that be fun? Just like doing a session, like a workshop or something, talking to people. Um, I think that's a future potentiality, but I think it would be a lot of fun, and it's something I've been poking my head into a little bit. Um, as Brenna alluded, we're all very busy people with <laughs> lives outside of FitClick, um, so it's tricky, but I think it would be very cool. And then my last thing kind of related to that is I was talking recently to a friend of the pod, Avery, about the just the possibility someday of doing like live shows out in the world. <laughs> I don't even know where we would start with that or how we would do it. But they're like, what if you did just like a mini tour with like these three cities? And I'm like, don't put this into my head. I'll get too excited <laughs> about a possibility that's way in the future. But just something that I have been thinking about. I just think it would be so. Can, can you imagine? Okay, imagine this. Ready? We do a live show. And then the next morning we do a brunch with Viglets. Oh, that so fun. Yeah, it would be so <laughs> good. Yeah, so I'm sad. Yeah, now. don't be well. Don't be sad. We just have to be ambitious. Okay, <laughs> chase your dreams. I'm trying, but I run really slow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and the dreams are running too. And you're like, wait, wait, wait. They're so fast. I'm in my little cardboard yeah. box car from Formula One. <laughs> oh no! And it's so bulky, and it's hard to run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah those are my biggest dreams i have others too but those are the ones that stand out to me the most as things that i would love to work towards um i mean big emphasis on the things you both just said i think uh echoing you nick i do think my like biggest personal pie in the sky that also feels achievable in some manner is paneling i think it would be just so so fun um and we've like talked amongst the three of us about like pot potential ways to do that but like or, like, potential cons and stuff that we could reach out to and be like, hey, once again, hey, hey, we exist. But it has just been us, like, going hey at each other in our Discord and then not actually following through <laughs> yes. on anything. Um, so, yeah, panel paneling's a big one. Um, also, uh, an achievable pie in the sky and something the three of us have talked about is uh, having a guest on the pod. This is something that we have talked about since pre fit click like before even the first episode we sort of talked about obviously like what we wanted the format to look like and et cetera et cetera and one of the things that came up was like guests um and yeah we've we've like had some conversations amongst the three of us about like what it could possibly look like um and i would really like love to see us implement like one of those ideas in 2022 and i think that is something we like very much can do and probably will do um but i am looking forward to it um and I think this also kind of branches off of stuff that both of you have said, but like more engagement, not just in um, Brenna's like 10,000 Twitter followers dreams, um, <laughs> but we, have too many. <laughs> we don't, don't even know. have a yeah, thousand. Yeah, it might be kind of stressful. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, like we have stuff like the rec exchange and sometimes we just have like little events and stuff that we run or like um, Google Forms will put up like asking people questions for episodes. And we always have people chime in and like we always have people sign up and that is so, so wonderful. Um, but I think like getting more people to participate, especially like obviously we love our Discord server community so, so much, but I'm aware that Discord is not for everyone and like not everyone's preferred way of fandoming. Um, and so being able to like run more events and maybe like pull in a larger network of people, um, would be really nice. Uh, I say, and then I think about matching for rec exchange and how much time that takes. (laughs) Um, oh boy, one day we'll just have to write our own program or something to help automate matching. But anyway, yeah, I think like, um, running more events when we have the time and energy for it and like being able to pull in a a wider network of people would be really nice. I have one final pie in the sky personal dream. It is related to FitClick, but it's really for me and not for the pod as a whole. Um, And that dream. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) And that dream is that one day. (laughs) Sorry, it's so funny. I can't get through this. You can, you can. And that dream is that one day I will open our email, fitclickpod at gmail.com if you're wondering. <laughs> and there will be an email there that's from AO3 user Astalat. And it will be like, wow, Brenna, I've discovered FitClick and I really think it's my favorite podcast. <laughs> oh. And I love the way that you talk about fan fiction and <laughs> you're so smart <laughs> and you say such good things. And uh, here's all my praise and feedback. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. To be clear, if you like know Astolat, I'm not asking you to like tell them to send me an email. I need this to be organic. <laughs> if you want to prompt them to listen to the pod, perhaps, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say no. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, that's my personal yeah. dream. Wait, I have one more. Okay, go Nick. Fick click Hugo Award. Yes, 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 yes. Absolute Yeah. Dream goal. Yeah. Thank you. And like in sincerity, that would oh be my amazing. God. Yeah, seriously. Hey, Hugo Award listeners. Hey. What's up? Twirling my hair. <laughs> it's us. I did read somewhere. Like, academically. I did read somewhere once that um, it's not good to promote yourself too much. Like, if you if you could be a potential, like, Hugo Award nominee or, like, you are nominated, you don't want to promote yourself, like, too much because apparently the voters don't like that. But I, I think it is fine because, uh, like, whatever. I don't think we We're have great. any Hugo Award voters listening. Although, I don't know. Maybe... <laughs> Wait, just in case, can I do one more? Yeah. Fix like Hugo Award, I guess. It's not a big deal. Okay. Perfect. Uh, incredible. And with that, Ficklets, that I think wraps up our year of Fick Clicking 2021. Our thoughts, our feelings, our favorite episodes, our favorite fix, our dreams for the future. If you have dreams for the future um, related to Fick Click or of your own that you want to share, <laughs> um, if you're like, want to get your PhD or something, just let yeah, us know. Yeah, let us know. Um, we would be happy to hear about your life goals and dreams, um, fandom related in general, whatever. Uh, you can always get in contact with us in a few different methods. Um, you can talk to us in our Discord server. You can email us longform fitclickpod at gmail.com. You can DM us on Twitter or tweet at us. We will see both of those. 
Um, you could hypothetically message us on Tumblr. Um, not my recommended way of contacting us, though. Gotta be honest. <laughs> I'll see it. <laughs> um, we'll see it sometime. If you'd like to help us achieve our pie in the sky goals and uh, maybe specifically Brenna's Twitter dreams, um, the best way to help our podcast grow is word of mouth. Um, tell your friends, retweet an episode, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or any podcatcher that has reviews. Um, truly just sort of like spreading the word of a click and, and telling anyone you know who you think might be interested uh, is the best way to expand our little community um and it would mean a lot to us we have merchandise if you would like to purchase any it's linked our red bubble is linked on our twitter and our link tree uh, there's really good stuff there and you can buy like a mug or a hat or a shirt uh random anecdote i did see my my mom of the pod over thanksgiving and she was wearing a thick yeah. hat and drinking from a mug obsessed so good obsessed. absolute cute. icon she Legend. got the mug that says ao3 user blank but it's blank because she's not on ao3 <laughs> <laughs> oh it was extremely I love cute her. yeah so if you want to match with the mom of the pod um that is mine then you could get a hat and an ao3 user mug i'm just saying our next episode will be coming out on January 7th, and as ever, we are kicking off the year with a birthday episode! Pew, 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 pew! Woo! Specifically, Brenna's birthday. Uh, Brenna. Every year we have done something different for our birthday episodes, and um, this upcoming year what we've decided is that the birthday host will pick all three fics that we are reading um, that can be any length as long as the cumulative number of words is under 100k. Uh, so, Brenna, why don't you tell us what you're bringing for your birthday episode? I would love to read. I am so hyped about this. I feel like I kind of bullied Reed into accepting this <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the uh, birthday model for this year. But that's okay, because I'm excited. And it's my birthday first. <laughs> uh, so the first pick I'm bringing is called The Next Next One by Your Blues. Uh, it's a hockey RPF fic. The pairing is Connor McDavid, Dylan Strom. Um, it is a post-career-ending injury novel, memoir writing, future fic, slow burn, all of my favorite tropes. Um, the second fic I'm bringing is Cake by Astolat. Uh, it is a Harry Potter dreary fic. Wow, no one is shocked or surprised. <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> um, it's a short fic. Uh, it's only about 4K and it's about birthdays. So I thought it was fitting. And the last thing I'm bringing is not a piece of fan fiction. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, along with deciding we could kind of go outside of our usual word counts as long as they were kind of cumulatively in a zone. Um, we also decided that we could do other kinds of fan works if we wanted. So my fa final contribution to this episode is actually a fan vid. Uh, it is a Riverdale fan vid. Um, it's called I Know the End, which is also the song it's set to. Uh, it's by Ruby S on YouTube, if you feel so inclined to go watch it. Um, I'm obsessed with this fan vid. I've probably watched it like 20 times. I have so much to say about it. And as some of you probably know, I also have so much to say about Riverdale as a show, but have been unsuccessful in finding fan fiction I wanted to bring. So here we go with a fan vid that I think is actually just kind of a masterwork. Um, I'm really hyped about these three. I hope yeah, my hosts find some enjoyment and don't just tolerate it for my <laughs> sake. But even if they do, that's fine. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, we really decided, like, if it's your birthday, you can do whatever you want. Yep. <laughs> well, Ficklets, we'll see you at FitClick Live in September 2022. Bye! Well, Ficklets, I look forward to celebrating our 10k Twitter follower milestone with you at an indeterminate date in the future. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> On a different track, well, Ficklets... I'm excited to build myself a cardboard box of a carton and become a Formula One driver. Look forward to my takeoff career as an athlete. Bye!